Does your relationship with a teen seem hopeless? Teens of today face so many heavy issues, from bullying to pregnancy. They want someone to turn to, but they aren't sure where to start. We've got some answers. This is Tools for Teen Transformation with Lily Williams. We can provide tools to help teens and their parents see things a bit differently and open up the lines of discussion. Now, here's Coach Lily. Good morning and welcome to Tools for Teen Transformation Radio, and I'm your host, Lily Williams. I'm owner and CEO of Perfecting Destiny Coaching Services and Perfecting Destiny Empowerment Services. We help teens to become productive citizens and live their best lives by helping them to get rid of limiting beliefs, thoughts, and ideas that does not add value to them. We can change team behavior by changing what and how they think. Now, today's topic is one pill can kill. Avoid the risk. Today's show is about keeping teens drug and alcohol free. Now, we will be concentrating on the seriousness of avoiding the risk of drug and alcohol abuse which can lead to death in our teens and other drug abusers. Our special guest this morning is Ms. Barbara Sutton. She is a certified drug alcohol health specialist, and I'm going to allow Ms. Sutton to introduce herself to our radio audience and to help us to understand what drug alcohol and health specialists do. Ms. Sutton? Hi. Thank you, Coach. My name is Barbara Sutton, and I am the mother of three. I am a college graduate with 24 years of combined experience working with troubled youth. I have served as a program coordinator assistant and a behavior intervention counselor at NOVA. I also worked at Genesis 2, wherein I served as the mental health specialist. And presently, I, I serve as the drug and alcohol treatment specialist and I am the wind counselor for health care services. I am a licensed ordained preacher, and I'm the founder and administrator of Christ the Care Ministries, which is Strictly Street. That's a um, program where we work directly with youth to bring about transformation through a very powerful formula that we use. I also serve as youth director in my church, which is Judah Free Baptist Church, and I have worked with youth um, from all walks of life. For over 30 years. And what my job description is as a drug and alcohol treatment specialist, better known as DATS, D-A-T-S, the main aspect of my job is conducting mm-hmm. assessments to see exactly what needs to, be, needs to be taking place in regards to the client attaining success and being able to succeed in this life independently. I do this by using the interviewing process once I've completed all necessary assessments, view interviewing process, I then evaluate the information and see exactly what type of services is needed. And once I've done this, I then make my referral based upon evaluations of the assessment. And my referral will be one of the following four, an educational program, pretty much like what you're doing here on today, one-on-one mm-hmm. counseling, group counseling, and then referral for further intervention. But to sum all of this up, 
What I really do is help teens to be better and to be the very best that they can be by providing them information, tools to help them to succeed in this life. Coach? And that's what we are all about. I appreciate all of that information that you've given us. And you are certainly an integral part of our information and educational process this morning. That is exactly what we're doing. We are trying to educate our teens to get them in a better place. We're trying to educate them. We're trying to get them before they are drug abusers. We want them to make a choice to be drug and alcohol free. And that's what we'll be talking about all morning long. Our radio audience will be talking about how to keep our teens drug and alcohol free. Now, uh, Ms. Sutton, when we talk about drug and alcohol, usually we talk about them both together. We rarely say drug and, and leave it at that, or we rarely say alcohol and leave it at that. Uh, in your experience, what have you found with uh that combination, drugs and alcohol, without teens. The reason why it, it is held so high as a combination is because alcohol in itself is a drug. Even though many people do not view alcohol as being a drug because they can legally go into the store and purchase it, so they feel like it's all right. But the truth of the whole matter is alcohol is just as much as a drug, as cocaine, as marijuana, as heroin, or any other drug that one can intake into the body. It also has a sex, as well as the other type of drugs. So they put it together to bring their attention and focus to inform everyone that drugs and alcohol, alcohol, it is indeed a drug. Yes, and you and I mentioned uh, when we were talking about our uh, our subject, drugs, one pill can kill, and when we're talking about one uh, drink and oh, those kinds of things, you and I talked about what alcohol and drugs are, and you used the word, a very harsh word, that we need our teenagers to know this morning. You used the word poison, and I wanted you to spend a little bit of time on that because one question that teenagers always ask is why? Why can't I uh, drink? Well, other people drink, or drinking won't kill you, drugs won't this or that, or can I just have one? I'm just going to do it one time. And they say, I'm not going to get hooked. What would our conversation be to teens today when we're trying to define to them exactly what drugs and alcohol does to your brain and exactly what it is? Help us with that. Alcohol, let's start with alcohol. Alcohol is directly uh, related to the amount that is consumed. And many of times, yes, they say, you know what, I'll just have one drink and I'll be okay. But what happened is one drink leads to another and then to another and then to another. And through a process called metabolism, your liver does its best to eliminate the toxic alcohol from your blood. But see, our bodies, our liver, it can only handle but so much. So then the excess alcohol is left to circulate throughout the body. And the more alcohol circulating, the more intense it affects 
and the more intense the effect, then the slower the user breathes. And it causes a lack of oxygen to reach the brain. And when this happens, it causes one to go into a coma that can lead to death. The body may attempt to uh, rid itself of this alcohol by vomiting it out, but it has happened, and it is true that while a person was in a coma, they literally died off of their own vomit. So alcohol, it is very dangerous, and not only that, it slows down your thinking process. Mm-hmm. It causes you not to be as alert as yeah. you need to be when doing things. That's why people are encouraged so greatly, do not drink and drive, because your response time, your thinking has been impaired because in your body you have consumed alcohol that affects your thinking. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that you gave us, like, the medical uh, consequences of what's happening with your body. And a lot of times our teens don't care as much about that as they do what it's going to do to me right now. And so when we, we, you did mention that when they are under the influence of these drugs, that their thinking processes are, are, are not as sharp as they would be. Uh, you know, sometimes they turn violent. Uh, a lot of things happen when you are under the influence of drugs and alcohol. Uh, Ms. Ms. Fenton, is there is there one or two more that we want to make sure that they know what happens when they're under the influence? Yes, um, our, our teens, our young adults, and then even sometimes adults, but today we're focused on teens and um, young adults, it does mm-hmm. cause a behavior change. It mm-hmm. causes a behavior change within their home, a behavior change in school, and then what you see is the teen, young adult, grades began to be affected. Um, the environment in which they're in, it becomes affected. Why? Because they are now displaying behaviors that's out of the norm. And when they do that, they not only affect themselves, but they also affect all those that are around them. Because what our teens and young adults have to remember and realize that drugs and alcohol, they are poison. And they merit our respect and consideration before use. Because drugs and alcohol, young people, they are not your friend. Coach? And, I, and I'll say again right with you, I'll certainly piggyback off what you just said. Drugs and alcohol are not your friends. Now, we talked just a little bit too, Miss Sutton, you and I talked some about the parent's responsibility or the adult living with the teen or the young adult uh, you mentioned some technical terms that you use in your business. Uh, you use some uh, technical terms such as uh, environmental changes and uh, environmental protection. You use those terms, uh, I think, when we were saying that we need to pay close attention to what's happening to that team in our family, in the schools, in our churches, uh, and you mentioned to me that there are some things that we can do early on if we see the on-site of teens using drugs or alcohol. Talk with us about that some. Yes, what I mentioned was environmental changes because it's very imperative that once we note 
a change in a child's behavior that could be directly related to the use of drug and alcohol as a parent, as a a foster parent or a grandparent, whomever their teen or young adult live with, you can go ahead and implement environmental changes, which is one of the processes that we use. And and when you implement the environmental process, you, you what you do is you just do the environmental changes and you pair them with effective strategies. And with the effective strategies being an individualized plan that works for the individual that you are actually dealing with. Because, see, not all works for everybody. But that's why we say environmental changes for that particular person. And you can't do the environmental changes without including, as a part of the plan, environmental protection. And that's where the parents and stuff come in. If you know that little Johnny, for example, is uh, taking your son or daughter to school, and that is where he is engaging in drugs and alcohol, well, you can reroute that. You know, let someone else take that child to school. You know, uh, be more uh, involved into the social um, events of that child because sometimes the social places that they go is where they attain drugs and alcohol. And sad to say, but yet true, uh, many teens have, have reported that they can buy and store and use drugs right at their own school. And that's when your educators come in. And when you talk about environmental protection, it involves your educator, it involves your parents, it involves your spiritual leaders, it involves your community. Because at the end of the day, what all of us want is the very best for our teen and young adults. And more than anything, we want them to stay away from drugs, alcohol, and cigarettes. Because when, I, when, we, when they think about drugs, we want them to think about don't risk you, get help. And when they think about alcohol, we just want them to take three letters and start with them three. That's the A, L, and the C. All lives count. Their lives count. They count so much and they're so valuable. That's why it is imperative that parents be very, very aware the moment they see a child's behavior to try to see what that behavior change is all about. And if it's directly related to the use of drugs and alcohol to go ahead and implement environmental changes because that's the first step of the process. Mm-hmm. That's even the first step that we implement. We try the least restrictive, and environmental changes is the least restrictive method. Coach? And I, I appreciate all of that. I, I appreciate you speaking with us about the environmental changes and the environmental protection. And that those are terms that you use in your line of work. And when we're talking about coaching and uh, helping students to be the best that they can be, one term that we use means the very same thing, and it is partnership. And there's such a power in partnering uh, teens and young adults with people that are like-minded. You mentioned uh, the parent getting another ride for that uh, teenager, and that would be a person that would be able to share in the goals and dreams of that student or that teen. And that would be a person that would be like-minded, a person that was drug-free, drug and alcohol and cigarette-free. And that's what we want our teens to do. We want them to partner 
with people of purpose. Now, I read uh, uh, my book, John Maxwell. He is an, a leadership expert in the world of leadership, and he often talks about uh, intentionally doing things. And that's what you all do in your line of work when you intentionally change that environment. Is that right? And when you intentionally uh, put something in place to protect it. So I'm saying to our parents today, pair your kids, and I'm saying to the teens, Look, run with someone that's going to help you. Run with someone that's going to add value to you. Share your dreams with someone that's going in the same direction that you are and all of you be. Make that choice to be drug and alcohol free. And um, getting back to our formulas, I wanted to say to you, too, that we often give teenagers uh, something very, very short to remember, something that they can remember all the time, and something that can just get in your mind and stay there and stick. So sometimes we give a little formula. And Miss um, uh, Sutton just gave us two formulas uh, in her presentation. She said, uh, you talked about two of them. Will you do that one more time, Miss Sutton? Those two, I think it was drug and it was uh, A. L.C. Mention that one more time to our audience, please. Yes, I want, we said drug, which is B-R-U-G. But simply when you think of drug, you can stop, just stop right there and just say drug. Then say, don't risk you. Get help. And what we mean by to get help? Because some women say, well, you're saying don't risk you. Then why? Tell you, get, the moment you think about it, go ahead and talk to someone to help you to see. I mean, in other words, Go get educated. Stop right there. Don't risk you. Get help. And also with alcohol, we just want to use the first three letters, A-L-C. All lives count. Young people, teens, young adults, you know, your life count. And when you're driving behind a wheel, you not only put your life at risk, also put the lives of other people that are driving also at risk. And that's why I say all lives count. That at that moment, you're thinking about everybody. You're thinking about you. And if something happens to our teen or young adults, then their families are also affected because no one okay. wants to lose a loved one. Okay. Thank you so much, Miss Sutton. And stay with us because we'll be back in a few minutes with more ideas, strategies, and tools for Teen Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Lila Williams, and my special guest today is Ms. Barbara Sutton, and we are exploring ways to keep our teens drug and alcohol free. Stay with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. All over the country, we're seeking ways to stop just one more teen school shooting. To stop just one more teen suicide. Just one more teen pregnancy. And just one more teen drug and alcohol addiction. Policies, rules, and regulations will not change teen behavior. The one known research-based strategy to change teen behavior is to change what and how teens think. 
as a result of using the concepts, ideas, and strategies outlined in Tools for Teen Transformation, teens have fallen in love with themselves, raised their self-esteem, made better choices, and changed their behaviors. They are living productive lives. Look for the book Tools for Teen Transformation coming soon and to be announced first at Coach Lily's website, perfectingdestiny.com. You may also visit her website if you'd like to support the cause of empowering youth, teens, and young adults to love themselves and add value to their lives and everyone around them. That's perfectingdestiny.com. And be sure to look for Coach Lily's upcoming book. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Tools for Teen Transformation with Lily Williams. Reach out to Coach Lily via email at perfectingdestinylifecoach at gmail.com. That's perfectingdestinylifecoach at gmail.com. Now, back to Tools for Teen Transformation. We are back with Tools for Teen Transformation Radio, and we're glad that you've come back with us. I am your host, Coach Lily, Coach Lily Williams, and my guest today is Miss Barbara Sutton a certified drug, alcohol, and health specialist. And we are continuing to explore our avenues with teens and having them to make the choice to be drug and alcohol-free today. I want to stop right now and give you a number. Uh, I hope you're taking notes. And let me give you this number. This number is strictly for teens, uh, and it is one eight six six. Two seven seven nine two two eight, and that is a number for teens, young adults that might be having problems or wanting to get some uh, information on how not to get in those situations. And because I know we have adults listening, I'm going to give you a number for any other person and all persons. That number is one eight seven seven nine seven nine. 
888-789-2489. And you can call those numbers and get the help that you would need. And we are grateful to have those numbers. Now, uh, <clears throat> we're still talking about how to help teens make choices. When we say tools for teen transformation, we are looking at giving teens ideas, giving them strategies, giving them mindsets, changing their mindsets, changing their thought processes, helping them to make decisions and wise choices. Those are the tools that we're giving on our radio show this morning, Tools for Teen Transformation. Now, Miss Barbara talked about environmental changes, and she talked about environmental protection before we went to break. And I am sure that she wants you to know that they don't just set up a plan to change children's behavior. I know that teens have to be involved. And we know that you have to discuss all of your concerns. You have to discuss the plan that you're going to put them on. You kind of have to discuss maybe the people that you're partnering them with. You have to discuss all of these things with teens. And like I said, this is 21st century teenagers. You have to give them the opportunity to explain, the opportunity to ask questions why, and the opportunity to help them see where it is they go. Uh, Ms. Barber, talk with us just a little bit about that. Uh, you, you did say that we don't need to do a plan or plans are totally ineffective if we don't have the participation of the team. Did you say that? I did say that, and that is so true because for a teen or young adult to receive any type of help, it starts with self plus acknowledgement, which equals the first step. They first have to acknowledge that they need help. And then once they acknowledge that they need help, then they, they have to seek help. And in that seeking help, that's when the plan, the effective strategies, the plans come in place. And in, as a part of those plans coming in place, the team, they sit there and they are a part of their plan. In other words, they're not just told by our uh, company. They're not just told by their parents, well, this is what you're going to do. That's not how it works. How it works is we sit down collectively. It's sort of like a team meeting. And the youth is involved. And, the, and that's why we call it effective strategies, because the things that we put in place, we know that they're effective. Why? Because the team was an active participant in that planning process. And then once that, that, that strategy is put in place and the team has been an active participant and we say, well, okay, this is what we feel can help you to be the very best you can be. Because at the end of the day, our main goal is for that teen or young adult to independently be able to deal with drugs and alcohol. However, you never remove the environmental protection. You always keep it, even if you keep it at a distance. But once you put that effective strategy plan in place that is individualized with the very help of the person that's seeking the help, then the, the third thing that the youth have to do, the team, they have to receive and accept the solution because you can sit there and create a plan with the youth being an active participant, but then the youth has to still agree, yes, I will accept this plan. 
and this is a solution for me. This is what can help me be the very best that I can be. Because we, at the end of it, uh, we have a goal and a mission statement. We always say, this is our mission and our goal. We want you to be the very best that you can be. And that's why I say, win, counselor. The W stands for what. The I stands for I. And the N stands for need. What I need. So what we create is what the teen, the young adult need. Not what we think they need. Not so much what the parents may think they need, but what they need in order to be the very best they can be. And I appreciate you all doing that through education, through educating the, 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 the team. And that is exactly what we're doing this morning. We're continuing to educate them. We're giving them what they need, and we're giving them strategies all along the way in our conversation this morning. And we know that sometimes if they know better, then they can do better when you give them strategies. So we're giving information this morning, and one bit of information we don't want to leave this show without having given to the teens is this. We go back to our topic again. One pill can kill. And we say, avoid the risk. That is not what all teens think. I think their mind is the furthest from that one incident as can be. And what we want to do is draw their minds. We want to bring your mind into just one. We want to avoid when we say that one pill can end the life of a teenager, and that is certainly not what we want to happen. So what we want to tell our teenagers, sometimes they say, um, my prescription meds, uh, you know, you share them with your friends. You say, you know, well, this one pill ain't going to hurt. You say all kinds of things to make it seem like it's all right for you. Now, uh, Miss Sutton and I, her being the specialist, she's going to share with us there is such a thing as one pill can kill. Yes, Coach, it is. And that pill is fentanyl. Um, it's a very small amount that is ingested or absorbed through the skin. It can kill you. It attacks the organs, and it sends you into what you call cardiac arrest. And then your organs begin to be poisoned, and eventually they will be completely shut down. This is the same pill that Prince took. It's the same pill that Michael Jackson took, and it's the same pill that a young college student, he took. And his mother did not know what was going on. But that pill, what it was, many of times our young people, and see, we have stats when it comes to drug and alcohol use, uh, when it comes to our, in regards to our teens and our young adults. But what concerns and alarms us most is those black market drugs. Those type things don't get reported. And sometimes, because our teens and young adults know, some of them know, that it's very dangerous. You shouldn't take pills, or they don't want anybody to know that they're doing drugs or alcohol. So they'll go to what you call the black market, and they'll get pills off the street. And many of those pills, they are laced. And some of them are laced with various things. You never know what they're laced because you cannot see through a pill, but this young man, he was in college, and he had taken a pill with fentanyl in it, 
and it took his life. And so we want to encourage our young people, our teens, to stay away from all drugs. And please stay away from black market drugs because you just don't know. You do not know what's inside of that pill. And so we encourage them, as we said, stay away from that. And there are other pill combinations that mm-hmm. you take that one pill, it can one kill pill. you. But we're not here to expose them to new pills. Mm-hmm. But what we're here to do is to discourage them from even taking the first pill. Because truly one yeah. pill, teenagers and young adults, just one pill. It can kill you, and not only that, it affects your whole family. People's lives are changed for the rest of their lives. So I encourage you, don't risk you. Get help. Coach? I can imagine. I can imagine, uh, Miss Sutton, you being a parent, you being a grandmother as well as me, uh, that our heart certainly goes out to parents that have lost, teens that have lost their lives. Uh, parents, grandparents, and family members. And can you imagine how sad it was for a young college students? You're at the peak of your life, just getting ready to experience life. And I think I heard that same uh, newsreel that that college student, the parents were saying that he had taken just one pill. And I don't know that what he had taken it for. I can't remember all the details. And teens, you just need to know, you know, you don't even take other people's medications for headaches or uh, any other cause. And, you know, sometimes uh, people are taking prescription meds for uh, performance-enhancing drugs, all kinds of reasons. But we want you to stop today and don't risk you. That's what we want to do. Now, uh, you, you, you said that there was some statistics that would shock us. Give us two or three of those statistics, uh, Ms. Sutton. Just two or three of those, please. Yes, 60% of teens say that drugs are sold at school, used at school, mm-hmm. and kept at school. And I know I mentioned that earlier, but I want to mention it again because parents, you know, we, we feel that we're sending our children to a safe haven, and that is what it's designed for. It's not their fault. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is we have to be very careful and watch our environmental surroundings for our children. And then, and then there was 20.8 million children aged 12 and older that met the criteria for substance use disorder. There were 50% of teens that admitted that they had misused prescription drugs of their family members and of their friends, and they do it sometimes on a consistent basis, and they feel like it's okay. But truth of the whole matter is, it's not okay. You have a large percentage of teens and young adults, ages 12 and older, that engage in binge drinking. You have 50 And one would say, well, how are they doing this? They're not old enough to purchase alcohol. They're not. Sad to say, many times our young adults and our teens, they attain alcohol right in their own home. And that's why parents, even if you, your child is not presently 
and we pray they never do, get on drugs, no alcohol, protect the environment. You know, your child really shouldn't go in the refrigerator and see alcohol or beer. And I'm not trying to tell you how to run your home, but I'm just saying about environmental changes because some teens have confessed that they went into the refrigerator or they went to the wine cellar and they got some of mothers or fathers alcohol and they drank it. But it is so, so important that we provide environmental protection for our young people so they won't be one of the ones that is in. And, and looking again, uh, Miss Sutton, when we talked about statistics and how just uh, uh, over alarmingly concerned they were, we did mention a little bit more about that uh, when students or teens or young adults are abusing alcohol and drugs, sometimes they won't get help because they fear what we call legal consequences. And I know when you said the black market, that brings in drugs. And then when our teens are abusing those drugs, sometimes they won't get help because they don't want to suffer legal consequences. And they need to know that we have found out in our uh, research, we found out that there is something called a Good Samaritan Law, a Good Samaritan Law that can help teens, young adults, and anybody else with alcohol abuse. Let's make sure we let them know that. Let's talk a minute about that uh, Good Samaritan Law and what it does and how it can help. The Good Samaritan Law is in place, and not only that, but it's also you have a Good Samaritan Law, then you have the Good Samaritan Fatal Overdose Prevention Law. And because of this very law, lives have been saved. And what it does is if you have overdosed or you have, uh, or one of your friends have overdosed, you can call and get help for them. And you nor the person that you are calling about will face any legal charges. Because what it is, drugs and alcohol has such a widespread, and the good thing that I like about it is that everybody's catching onto it, and we're all seeing a need to provide tools to protect the lives of our teens and young adults. So things have been put on place, even when it comes to the legal matter, to help make things better, to get our teens, young adults, the very help that they need. But this Good Samaritan Fatal, fatal Overdose Preventative Law and the Good Samaritan Law, it works, it's great, it's an awesome tool, and it has saved lives, and it continues to save lives. Thank you so much for those statistics and to remind us about the Good Samaritan Law for teenagers and anybody else having difficulties. And do know, radio audience, that we will be back with some more tools for Teen Transformation Radio, where we are trying to make sure that our teens make a choice to be drug and alcohol-free. Make a choice to be drug and alcohol-free. Come back with us.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. All over the country, we're seeking ways to stop just one more teen school shooting. To stop just one more teen suicide. Just one more teen pregnancy. And just one more teen drug and alcohol addiction. Policies, rules, and regulations will not change teen behavior. The one known research-based strategy to change teen behavior is to change what and how teens think. As a result of using the concepts, ideas, and strategies outlined in Tools for Teen Transformation, teens have fallen in love with themselves, raised their self-esteem, made better choices, and changed their behaviors. They are living productive lives. Look for the book Tools for Teen Transformation coming soon and to be announced first at Coach Lily's website, perfectingdestiny.com. You may also visit her website if you'd like to support the cause of empowering youth, teens, and young adults to love themselves and add value to their lives and everyone around them. That's perfectingdestiny.com. And be sure to look for Coach Lily's upcoming book. Are you frustrated that you can't seem to achieve your goals? Stop struggling and discover your power on Creatrix, creating the life you want, hosted by Amira Mondin. This show features the world's most intriguing guests, ready to guide you to self-realization using the powerful gift of your own mind. Tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Tools for Teen Transformation with Lily Williams. Reach out to Coach Lily via email at perfectingdestinylifecoach at gmail.com. That's perfectingdestinylifecoach at gmail.com. Now, back to Tools for Teen Transformation. Good morning again, and thank you, and welcome back to Tools for Teen Transformation Radio. We're glad you're back with us, and we're continuing to help our teens make the best choice that they can be, and that is alcohol and drug-free. We hope that you certainly enjoyed uh, our guest today, that's Ms. Barbara Sutton. She is a certified drug, alcohol, and health specialist, and she has given us some wonderful strategies and wonderful ideas and wonderful uh, mindsets and thoughts and some decisions that we can make today to help keep our teens and young adults drug and alcohol free. 
Now, uh, Miss Sutton did tell me there was something else that she had done in her local church and in the community uh, that was a drug and alcohol-free session. I think it was a workshop. Tell us about that workshop, uh, Miss Sutton, and how effective it was with your group. Um, yes, we did actually uh, do a drug and alcohol informational workshop, and this workshop was conducted in a church setting, which I felt was great because we all need to be educating and provi- providing tools for our team's transformation. And in this workshop, it was very, very effective. Um, everybody learned something. The, the parents were saying, I didn't know this, I didn't know that. The young people, they gained knowledge. And because of that, because, you know, one spoken word can be the very word that can cause someone to stay free. And that's why it's so important that we educate that we provide knowledge and tools for our young people. And the thing about it is we need more of this in our churches because the church also is an environmental protection place. Uh, We need more of this. We need more things like you're doing on today, you know, things to inform our young people of the tools that's available for them to be the very best they can be, because so many times in life we tell them, don't do this and don't do that. But we fail to tell them how not to do this and how not to do that. And when we facilitated the drug and alcohol workshop, we didn't tell them, say no to drugs. We told them, pray no to drugs. In other words, we were letting them know that we realize it's more than us just saying say no to drugs, we realized that we had to give them something to work with. And in this workshop, they were given something to work with. And it was very, very effective. Great. Great. And in our life coaching sessions, in our life coaching sessions, uh, we are giving them tools. We're giving them behavior. And uh, you just mentioned in, uh, in your church setting that you had given them prayer, uh, pray no to drugs. And in our life coach sessions, when we're dealing with all kinds of children all over the world, all kinds of teens, we give them behaviors. And one behavior is uh, an affirmation. When you continue to say something over and over and over until it becomes a part of you. Now, I had seen some uh, videos, which we do all the time. We look at videos trying to learn uh, from other people that are in the same area that we're in. And now we've learned from Marissa Peer. She is a famous hypnotist. And she said in her working with clients, every time she would work with her adult clients, and she would hypnotize them back to their early years in their childhood, every one of them would come up with the problem of why they're drinking or abusing drugs and alcohol now is because, number one, they didn't think that they were loved. Number two, they didn't think that nobody loved them. Number three, they thought that they were the reasons for all the bad things that were happening in their families. So can you imagine how these thoughts grew up with these persons uh, and it caused them to exhibit that kind of behavior? 
Now, what we want to do with our teen audience today, we want you to say, I am enough. Now, that's the one phrase that Marissa Peer gives to every client, and she says it has the most success of any kind of therapy. When people realize that they are enough, and I want all our teams today to write those three words down, I am enough. And I want you to put that for somewhere that you can see it every day, every night, all during the day, in your lockers, on your cars, in your doors, everywhere. I am enough. And when you realize, really realize that you are enough, wow, that is life-changing. That's a game-changer for you. Because other people will not be able to sway you here and there. There are just so many things that you won't do, so many kinds of behavior you will not exhibit because you know that I am enough. I am enough. And when I say it myself, wow, the kind of energy that it gives me, I am enough. Say it with Ms. Miss Sutton, I am enough. I am enough. <laughs> Okay. Well, we really, really are trying. I especially like that I am enough because Mm -hmm. it actually builds up self-esteem, which leads the teen or young adult to know how valuable they are. And when they learn how valuable they are, they know beyond a shadow of doubt that they are enough, and then they'll say within their own selves, I don't need no drugs. I don't need no alcohol. I don't need no cigarettes. Why? Because I am. Enough. I like that. I like that. You know how us life coaches really uh, get off on those uh, uh, affirmations. We could just do a lifetime of those, but we want our teens today to pick up that affirmation. If and you know, uh, Miss Barbara, we say if we can give them one thing that's going to help them today, that that would be a lifesaver. If we can get one team to pick up all the things that we've talked about this morning and to end uh, our session uh, about being enough, I am enough. Yes. And the I am means right here in the present time. It means yes. I am. I am all that the Lord has intended me to be. I am enough. Yes. I'm, I'm getting excited now. So what I will do is make sure that we get back into uh, our show to give this number. Let me give this number again. Uh, Teens, this is strictly the teen number, 1-866-277-9228. And the number for everybody else is 1-877-979. And Miss Barbara, was there something else you wanted to make sure that our audience got today on our Tunes for Teen Transformation radio show? Yes, very briefly. uh, Many of times we leave out cigarettes and the young generation, they say, you know what, cigarettes don't hurt me, but they do. 
They do. Because cigarette smoking can actually kill you in a matter of minutes. Um, you can choke on your own bodies. But what can kill you even more quicker than that is a combination of nicotine patches, gum, and smoking. And what happens is sometimes the nicotine can reach levels high enough to paralyze the muscle that controls breathing or cause a heart attack. Wow. And Yes, yes, and we want our teens to know this. And really what a cigarette is, is nothing more than a gateway that leads to other drugs. They start out small, but they end up big. So I like what you're doing today when you're telling them, stay free from it, meaning don't even try. Don't try. Don't risk you. Don't try. Because all lives got, don't, don't, don't do it. And that's the main thing on today. We want our teens and young adults to know, don't try. Avoid the risk. Avoid that risk. And I'm going to put, I'm going to write right in on top. I'm going to say we've been talking about make the choice to be drug and alcohol free. I'm setting, I'm adding the word cigarette. Make the choice to be cigarette, drug, and alcohol free. I don't know that I had that information. I, when you talked about the nicotine levels and that, I, I'm just not sure I had that cognition of it being that serious. Don't know that. None of us know how serious uh, these altering, all of them are drug, drug altering uh, substances. Uh, have to do with our bodies and our minds and our families and affect our schools. It affects every walk of life. Yes. And I want to say to the teens, I want I want to say this, and in no way do I want it to sound derogatory, but if you will look at a, a person in your community, because they're all over the world, that has not made wise decisions, and uh, have uh, taken on a decision to abuse cigarettes, alcohol, and drugs, if you will look at their lifestyles and you will make an assumption that that is not what I need to do, that is not how I would like to live my life. So be very, very cognizant of Number one, the show this morning. Uh, number two, what I would love for you to do is look, when you're looking at the YouTubes and the videos, all of your technologically savvy things that you do, go and find things to help you, even if you've thought about drugs and alcohol, or that you can help somebody else get off the drug and alcohol wagon. Look at videos that's going to help you. Do things that are going to add value to your life. Intentionally search whatever your situation is. And I know people say, well, I am a drug abuser or an alcohol abuser or I became addicted because of. And everybody usually has a rationale or a reason. But we want you teens to get that reason worked out so that you don't go there. Miss Barbara talked about the gateway. We want to close the gate this morning on any cigarette, drug,
drug and alcohol. We want you, teens, young adults, and everybody, to make a choice to be cigarette, drug, and alcohol free. Make a choice. It's your choice to be cigarette, drug, and alcohol free. Miss Barbara? Yes, yes, that is definitely what we want for our teens and our young adults to be drug yes. and alcohol free because they are our future and we want to protect our future and we want our future to stay bright and strong because they are bright and they are yes. strong and there's so much work for our teens and young adults to do. We thank mm-hmm. God for them and what we want to always do is provide them tools and education to help them to be that very best that they can be. And that's why we I want to. I want to thank my guest this morning, Tools for Teen Transformation Radio. <clears throat> thank you so much, Ms. Barbara, for being with us this morning. We appreciate you and all the information that you have brought to us. And we want you to join Tools for Teen Transformation Radio on next week. I am your host, Lily Williams. And next week, we will be looking at positive parenting, parenting, what we can do to help our teens and the issues that they're having today. I'm your host, Lila Williams. Thank you, Ms. Barbara Sutton, for having been with us. And there is always a more excellent way. Thank you for joining Coach Lily and Tools for Teen Transformation. You'll want to be here for another show next Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, use some of what you've learned today to start a dialogue and be there for someone. It just might save a teen's life.